Ghislaine Maxwell is charged with enticement of minors, sex trafficking of children, and perjury. Epstein's girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell, helped connect him to the wealthy and famous. She gave him a veneer of respectability. She always struck me as very confident, full of life. Have you got But she's obviously a good actress because there was this whole other world going on. The family lived at this grand country estate. They had huge parties. I remember meeting Ghislaine and I just thought, wow, this girl is really fun. Last week, Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey uh, Epstein's partner, was found guilty in five of six counts in her sex trafficking trial. And that was a little snippet of a, one of my documentations. It's a, I think it's six or four part episode, uh, series called Epstein Shadow Ghislaine Maxwell that's available on Netflix. Danny Stover, our producer, turned me on to it, uh, right before the break. And boy, it was binged in a couple of days. It is an intense, look at where she comes from and how she got mixed up with this guy and how she played a major role, which the the court has said, yes, she did indeed played a major role in sex trafficking, along with Jeffrey Epstein, who is now passed away. At his own hand, some people question that. Joseph Newberger is a criminal lawyer with Newberger and Partners and host of the Not on the Record podcast. Welcome to the show, Joseph. I'd say Happy New Year, but in keeping with the the statute of limitations, I'll give you eh. <laughs> Happy New Year, anyways. Nice to hear All you. All right. Voice. So let's let's talk about um, this case. But before we get to Ghislaine and what she's facing, the future of Prince Andrew in the royal family is, uh, well, his reputation as a sex offender is on the line today. Uh, can you give us some insight into what's going on today? Yeah, so uh, Miss uh, Jufre is suing him uh, that allegedly he sexually abused her when she was 17. Uh, Maxwell's alleged to have facilitated, and um, he is one of a number of lawsuits that she's been involved in. And today, before uh, a judge in the United States uh, there is going to be an argument about a clause that was in a settlement agreement uh, in, I believe it's 2009 with Jeffrey Epstein. It's a, we call it sort of an estoppel clause. It puts restrictions on the plaintiff's ability to sue other people. And that language could potentially impact whether the lawsuit against Prince Phillips could go forward. And it's a it's actually not the best worded uh, provision that I've ever seen. Hmm. It's, it's quite, it's quite broad. It talks about other people, including quote unquote royalty. And so they are alleging that that clause uh, would stop her or prevent her from continuing any litigation against somebody who's a member of the royalty, which would be Prince Andrew. And I believe it's justice Kaplan, who's going to hear argument on it today and will have to rule. And his. What people also have to understand is this is a motion prior to, of course, the lawsuit uh, commencing. So although it's been filed, if this motion is successful, then the lawsuit is over. Okay, so Virginia Roberts, as she was known when she was uh, 17, is trying to civilly uh, sue the Duke of York, Prince Andrew, for uh, abusing her at the hand of Jeffrey Epstein and probably Ghislaine Maxwell as well. But according to documents that you're talking about here in 2009, she agreed to release, acquit, satisfy, and forever discharge Jeffrey Epstein and any other person or entity who could have been included as a potential defendant in exchange for half a million dollars. That was the settlement. 
Uh, so Andrew's lawyer is arguing that, um, well, he falls into the royal category. And so uh, he should not be able to be sued civilly. How unusual is a settlement like that? I've never seen it. So I don't, uh, you know, I've been involved in some litigation involving sexual assault allegations. I've never seen a clause that's broadly drafted to try and stop a plaintiff from suing other potential defendants. Usually it's just simply restricted to um, the defendant, which would be Epstein and maybe some very close family members. Um, But this is really broad because the the actual Mm -hmm. term is including royalty, politicians, academics, and others. Very, very broad. And one could imagine that in hindsight in 2009, that was one thing. But now in 2021, where there is a much better understanding of these types of offenses and violence against women and manipulation and people in power positions, that that clause really is unconscionable and restricts her to, you know, a half a million dollar settlement, which if uh, if the allegations are proven is a very egregious act. So I think this is a difficult, a very difficult uh, decision for the judge. I wouldn't be surprised if, if he finds it is irrelevant to a lawsuit uh, against uh, against Prince Andrew. I know that he didn't want to come uh, to uh, he didn't want to come to the states in order to uh, I guess hit the stand. I think he was being yeah. called to to testify. Um, uh, is in his role uh, with regard to Jeffrey Epstein. But would he have no choice but to stand trial if? Uh, civilly does a trial have to happen like would he have to come to the states what would go on with prince andrew if if uh he doesn't get his way today well so if um if the judge rules that this does not exempt uh um, prince andrew from being sued the lawsuit will commence in the united states and the forum is to be in the united states where the where the plaintiff is mm-hmm. um, one could argue that you could travel to um england in order to conduct depositions, as they call them, in the United States, where you get to examine the other party and ask them questions. You know, whether he's examined the United States or, or uh, uh, Britain is really of no moment. It's him being subjected to a deposition under oath where he'll have to, be answer, where he'll have to answer questions. They'd love him in the United States because he would then be in the U.S. Right. Who knows if they're going to try and launch any criminal charges. Also, Perjury is a trick they love to use in the United States so that when you're in the U.S. answering uh, depositions, if you're found later on to be giving misleading or false information, they could charge you in the United States with perjury as Ms. Maxwell facing perjury charges arising from a deposition as well. So there's a lot of um, mechanisms to use in the United States to try and corner a defendant both civilly and criminally. And so subjecting himself to the U.S litigation system is very risky for him. I don't want to get into uh, too much detail here because we don't have a lot of time left, but I want to talk about Ghislaine Maxwell. I know that her uh, she's been found guilty of five of the six charges of uh, sex trafficking in that trial that wrapped up last week. No surprise there if you uh, you know have watched the yep. documentary I was talking about it. She looked pretty uh, guilty and didn't get on the stand herself, but that's not something unusual when it comes to someone in a high-profile case like this. Um, I understand her family has launched an appeal. What lies ahead for Ghislaine Maxwell? She'll be sentenced. I think her appeals will fail. She'll receive a very substantial sentence, which she'll be in custody for a long period of time. And uh, she'll fade into the past. And I just think her case will be an impetus for other uh, exploited individuals to pursue. I mean, when she decided not to take the stand, I think we all knew it was a fait accompli that she would be convicted. 
Um, so I just think her chance of success on appeal is slim. This was a pretty slick, smooth um, piece of prosecution where the complainants were, you know, corralled in with respect to what they were testifying to. And there was a lot of evidence that the jury could pick from to determine guilt. So I think her appeals will not be successful and she's going to get a substantial jail sentence. I have to be honest. I didn't expect it, it to go this way. I thought that she'd take a plea deal and I thought we'd see a lot of really important men fall based yeah. on, you know, the 2009 document that we're talking about that, you know, references um, royalty and academics and uh, politicians. So you raise an outstanding question, and that is the question of the day. She she did not want to cooperate at that point. Now, facing possibly up to 60 years in jail, she can still cooperate before sentencing. I mm. think that is the mystery here that we have to see play out. You raise a great point. Will she cooperate now in order to mitigate her sentence? I think that is something we can see play out in the United States. Joseph, thanks so much for joining us. I, I wish you a happy new year, and I thank you for your time. You too. Take care.